Hello, Northern Michigan. Welcome into episode number 108 of the Get Around Podcast. I am your host. My name is Jake Adnip. In the Get Around Podcast studios with me, my esteemed colleague, James Cook, and our new guy for the first time, just the three of us, Andrew Rosenthal. I'm not new anymore. You're still new. You are as green as the grass that we won't see for months. Speaking of... Just like Jake, you're new for your first year. Yeah, it's going to be... A, it'll be a while, trust me. You'll still feel new for until, a while. Until you go one time, one cycle through the, the academic or Yeah, the school, school year, year. Until like you get to your second basketball season. You get to the second year, that's when you feel like you kind of have a good grasp on How stuff. How long were you a new guy for? Over a year, yeah. I mean... I still feel like a new guy sometimes in the community. Um, you know, I still go out there. I still want to make sure that you know I make the impression, or if I'm out there, I, I'm you know brushing shoulders with people that I don't know. I mean, I still I'm still trying to become part of Traverse City because you know not born here, not from here. You know, didn't spend the majority of my life here, so I do all I can to make sure. But speaking about becoming part of Traverse City, you experienced your first <laughs> bad snowstorm this yes. weekend, right? Yeah, so I'm coming back from downtown. Uh, probably should not have been driving. And I was like, you know, we could leave the car in the parking lot, take an Uber back home. And I'm like, nah, we'll drive. Car gets stu- stuck going up a hill. Up, what is that, up 72 over by uh, TC West or over by the by the TV station? I don't even know what hill it was. <laughs> that was part of the problem, Jake. I called the police department, and they're like, where are you? And I'm like, just moved here, don't know. <laughs> so can you do anything to turn around and like get yourself in a parking lot? I'm like, well, that would be a whole lot easier if I knew where it was. Or where a parking lot might be. Or if I had someone around me to, you know, like, tell me if there's a car behind me or if there's someone nuts going to crash my car. And this was at, like, midnight, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> so not even not even when there would be people around to, like, stop and no, help I'm, out. I have my hazards on. I'm waving people down and saying hi, and they're all driving right past me. Because everybody, everybody's like, Cause it's, in there. So at some point I just turned on Frank Sinatra in my car. Because that's what I turn on when I just want to feel, like, happy and just... just like, chill out. Yes. <laughs> Woosah. Well, like, York, everything's going to be New York, okay. New York, so you can imagine you're not in Traverse City. Yes, turned on the heat, and we just sat in the car and wait for people to show up. The whole thing lasted about an hour. They ever, Everyone did a great job. It didn't really cost that much money, and I have snow tires now. And I, I mean, a good welcome, though, right? It was a warm welcome, or cold welcome, I guess you could say, to northern Michigan. Especially because, what, we were talking about it last week, how... Where, where you went to school, the entire city mm-hmm. was shut down for two inches. No, it probably... They just, they just got up the next day and went to work. They're like, oh, yeah, we got three inches of snow in 30 minutes. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, probably about the time it takes you to go eat, like, a sit-down dinner, you'll get two inches of snow in Traverse City. You'll have to brush your car off when you come out from, like, a sit-down dinner. And, uh, yeah. So, welcome. <laughs> the weather has welcomed you. We have welcomed you. Um, you actually you got out to a couple games last week, so uh-huh. the sports world has welcomed you. I'm uh-huh. sure it was a very eventful week for... Uh, I was going to say, I-, I wasn't allowed to make Wizard of Oz references back at the University of Daily Kansas, but... That was a good way of saying we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Yes. No, I, I could only imagine me being from Michigan. I thought that it was going to be, you know, a, like a bit much, you know, and then like I moved. It was funny because Andrew, I don't, I, I'm from the Detroit area. I moved about an hour and a half north to Lansing for school, which when you're from Detroit, everybody says that Lansing is the snow belt of Michigan, right? Okay. So we had a lot worse winters when I got from Detroit to Lansing. And then I never thought I was going to be moving north. Then we moved north. And everybody, the funny part is that nobody really tells you about how bad the winters are when you first move up here. Everybody's like, that is the most beautiful place ever in the summertime. <laughs> like, it is so gorgeous. And everybody leaves out, like, the eight months of the year. But that's for a reason. I probably would have said, you know, I love snow just as much as I love winter. Oh, 
Yeah, we'll see if you think that way come this time next year. Once he gets to not be the new guy anymore, we'll see if he still feels the same way about the snow in the winter. Uh, Got to get out on the slopes. That's the only good thing yes. about being up here is there's so many winter sports. Um, but speaking of winter sports, we are still in the full swing of things. We have a great show for you guys today for episode 108. Uh, we're going to dive into the Paul skit here at the top of the show, talk about the North-South Hockey Showcase, that Rick Denwith Memorial Tournament Big weekend for some of the teams in Traverse City. There was 23 teams from across the state up here, so we'll dive into that. We're going to talk about a little bit of girls' basketball with a long streak that has been snapped and kind of the same thing in wrestling, another long time coming that we are, are going to chat about. We have a fantastic interview with the Manton Rangers, Abby Brown and Jane Wilder, a couple girls who have been leading that team for the last couple of years, so make sure you stick around for that interview. Very excited to talk to those girls. After the interview, we are going to jump into quiz time and have a little fun with our new guy, Andrew, and see what he can do with naming these uh, Northern Michigan names. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun because we've already had a lot of fun to poke at him over the last week for some of the uh, instances that we have heard, or the utterances that have... I don't even want to get into with some of the things I said when I first showed up at the office. Well, we're going we're gonna to see, we're gonna see if you've learned anything over your first week. All right. We won't give him Muskegon. Yeah, Muskegon. <laughs> That's Muskegon in case anybody didn't know. Um, this is how Andrew came in. Uh, Muskegon is a very that good That was school. the first Michigan town I said. I really was. <laughs> because and I've heard of Muskegon football because I would be going on the Max Preps polls and something. And sure enough, I called it Muskegon the first time I was. My first <laughs> You should have saw James. Uh, to our audible viewers, you should have seen like the head snap between <laughs> me and James when he said Muskegon. Because it was like speaking a different language. Like, Muskegon. Need to figure this one out. Oh, uh, yeah. It's gonna be a second. Then I was like, "Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. got you now." Anyways, after we have some fun with Andrew, we're gonna dive into the Hall of Fame per usual and induct another member into the most exclusive club in Northern Michigan. Uh, I guess Andrew's gonna turn around and turn it around on us and try and pull some of his uh, Kansas names out on us. So we're not just picking on the new guy here. We we're doing schools and mascots too. That works. Or or Chicago. Whatever. Pull Wisconsin. something. Out. After that, we have our trifecta, which. We are going to talk about our biggest superstitions in sports, uh, what we needed to do or what we used to do or what we still do for our, the biggest games uh, each year. So stick around to find out how weird we really are. But before we get into all that, got to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City, Freaky Fresh, Freaky Fast, Jimmy John's, Freak Yeah. So let's take a second, put our finger on the heartbeat of the sports world, and dive into the pulse, gentlemen. I mentioned off the top of the show... Big thing that happened this past week in the Rick Denowitz Memorial North-South Showcase over at Center Ice. 23 teams made the trip up to Northern Michigan, up to Traverse City uh, to compete in this tournament. Plenty of top-ranked talent. I think it was something like 13. 16. 16, 16 were in the top 20. Ranked in the top 20 in their division. 16 teams yeah. in the top 20 in their respective divisions. So, I mean, you were at Center Ice this weekend. You were seeing some really good quality high school hockey. Uh, James, you spent a couple days there. I was there for a day. Um, I know I was there on Thursday, but let, let's start off with what you saw. I know you see, you got to see Traverse City Central and the Bay Reps in a couple games this weekend. I got to see West in the first game, but let's start off at the top with the Bay Reps. They went 2-0 and on the tournament, impressed, beat a couple of ranked teams. What did you see out of the Bay Reps? You saw both of their games this weekend. Yeah, they looked. They just looked really impressive. Uh, uh, you know, For a team that only has three or four seniors, they just looked pretty composed against some pretty good teams. Their, their defense... Did a good job even against teams that were ranked in the top ten of just they, one one of the games they got outshot by ten you know which is unusual mm-hmm. to to get outshot by ten and still win a game like four to one I think it was okay. they won, or four nothing but they kept everything to the outside they, it's like Macomb Dakota just couldn't they couldn't get any 
and he couldn't get it deep, yeah. couldn't regain possession when they dumped it in, and just couldn't couldn't get anything going. So everything they were shooting was just shooting from the outside. It wasn't quality, quality chances, quality scoring chances or looks at all. No, not, I mean, and when it was, Judd Lawson was there in goal. Um, you know, they didn't allow a goal in the whole tournament. So yeah, the reps looked really impressive. TC Central had maybe one of the toughest draws. In the in the tournament, and they, they got Livonia Stevenson, which we, which is we know one of the toughest teams in the entire state. Yeah, regardless of division, they are one of the top, at least top ten teams in the state. Regardless of division, probably top five. Yeah, and and watching that game, like Central did not play bad. You wouldn't look at the game and go, oh, this team is really good and this team is really bad. Central played pretty well, I thought, and Stevenson was still skating circles around them. Yeah, I mean they were just. Wow. I mean, Chris Gibbons told both of us, he's like, you know, I don't know how you prepare for that. They were just really fast, really skilled, um, but had I, some good size. Chris Gibbons also has that mindset that he knew exactly what Lavonia Stevenson is. I think he, he prepared his boys for that level of play. Like you said, they played up to their competition. And, I mean, even after the fact, he said, you know, a, it was 4-1. to one which ended up, I think they did try to pull the goalie and they ended up giving up one more goal trying to come into it or whatever. But being down two goals to Livonia Stevenson the entire the entire game, hanging right there with him, there's no there's no pride lost in there's losing. There's no shame in that. Literally, there's no pride lost in losing a couple goals to Livonia Stevenson when these te- they're usually running teams out of the, the arena. Yeah. Then they bounced back the next day and scored six goals. So, you know, and, and it was kind of hard for them to come off uh, come off a 9-1 to Mercy game. Against Cadillac. Against Cadillac and then go into Livonia Stevenson. Yeah. That that's is like a, that's a complete change of gears. Yeah, I can I can understand that would have to be pretty difficult, especially. I mean, they finished that game against Cadillac in two periods. It was yeah. kind of rolled away with it, and then you're probably most likely on Traverse City Central schedule. That is the toughest team that they will play during the regular season. I think I, that seemed to be what uh, Chris Gibbons was saying after the game. He's like, but he he said he's like, I wish we could play these teams like we've had in this stretch. In the you north know, south, yeah. In the two teams they had in the north south uh, showcase, and then their next very next game is the Raps. On next Saturday in the you know the Veterans Cup game, um, so that's a big game too. He's like, I wish we could play every stretch like this. He's like, I don't know how many of them we'd win, but it'd be great. It'd be great to watch. It'd be great experience, and yeah, we'd be a better, better team for it. Now I want to ask you. You did bring up that Veterans Cup coming up this weekend. This will be the only chance we get to talk about it before it happens. You saw both these teams in actions, basically side by side, playing simultaneously over the weekend. Um, but you haven't seen them play each other. What What are you looking at for this weekend? What do you think this Veteran Cups is going to bring for these two teams? It'll be interesting. I mean, both goalies have been playing really, really well lately. Even against Livonia Stevenson, you know, Grant Newhart played very well for Central. Um, like you said, only giving up two, three goals to a team like that is is pretty darn good. You know, I think I think the reps are a little, maybe a little bigger overall. You know, but Central's got their normal. You know, they are really skilled. They That's stick. Fast. They stick to their game plan. There, yeah, they have some nice speed on that team. So it'll be an interesting game to watch. The, re- the refs won big last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think they did pull that one out. I think it was I six. It was, it was like six to one last year, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. It's one of those things that's a shame that it's playing on a Saturday night for our, from our perspective, mm-hmm. because we never get to go cover it, because mm-hmm. we have an earlier deadline on Saturday than the rest of the week, so it is at six o'clock this year, though, so maybe we might be able to sneak it in. I mean, give me a prediction. Bay Reps, Traverse City Central, they play in the Veteran Cups this week. Veterans Cup this weekend. Which team? I mean, both have, like, what, two losses on the season at this point? The refs might have three. Yeah, I think the refs have two losses and two ties. I yeah, think. And, and then Central and has two losses Central's, and a tie. Yeah. That's not what Central was capable of doing. You know, if Kelly Kerr is going to be as fast and as on as he was against Cadillac the other day, I'm going to have to go Central 4-3. to three. 
Yeah, they got a lot of kids on that team on Central. Once again, they have because four I, kids. I think it was th- they won. Was it nine? Yeah, nine to one. Nine to one, and of that nine to one win, seven different play- six or seven different players scored. Yeah, shows you a yeah. lot. And there were just guys off the bench. I could tell the student section was going crazy for those guys that might have yeah many minutes. Their complete team is from what I saw. They only allowed five shots on goal. Yeah, and, and for the first five minutes of that uh, Lebron Stevenson game, Central carried the play. Yeah, like for the first five minutes, they were taking it to Stevenson. I think they had a four to one advantage in shots, and then it just completely turned after that. Um, and then they had, they had a, another period there in the second or the third period where they uh, they held their own pretty well against them. But uh, you know, to look pretty good like that against a, a team like Stevenson is, is pretty I, darn good. I think one and thing the Reds look pretty darn darn good against yeah. two other ranked teams. Uh, that was just one thing that you mentioned about the North South Showcase. Uh, two two guys who you said played fantastic. I think that's what will matter is the goaltending. We know that both these teams can put up a lot of goals. We know that both these teams have goal scorers. Uh, we know that they both like to be aggressive and shoot. I really think it's going to be a Grant Newhart versus Judd Lawson type of thing. It's going to be which goaltender is able to keep their head about it, which one's going to be able to stop more shots because they're both going to get pelted on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And some a couple of the teams that the, the refs played tried to uh, they tried to play really physical on Caleb Miller mm-hmm. and take him out of the game. And they kind of did. I mean, he had some assists and stuff, but he didn't score goals like he normally does. But the reps just had other guys pick up the slack. That, that, that'll be fun to watch on Saturday. Uh, make sure you uh, go on out and see the Trojans and the Bay reps fight for that Veterans Cup. But, yeah, we're going we're gonna to move away from hockey, talk about a little bit of girls' basketball. Just a game I wanted to bring up from last week. I was at the uh, Traverse City Central versus Traverse City West girls game, and Traverse City Central ended up snapping a 16-game home losing streak against their rivals. Central lost... All but two games last year, all of them all of them at home. They beat West on the road, and they beat St. Francis on the road last year, which, you know, beating your rivals, of course, that's just that's fun on their own home court. But Central broke that streak, uh, have, a, have won more games in the last three games. They won two out of the last three than they did all last year, and they, they looked like a, a, much, a much more cohesive unit than years past. They got a couple of girls on there who really like to dominate the ball with Karina Stewart. Um, she's been doing that for, for some time now, but there's a few girls on uh, Traverse City Central who made a difference with Sadie Zahn. Uh, she had 10 points in that game. A couple of these seniors who are really looking to, to pick this program up. The, the, the skid they got snapped was a big one because, you know, losing on your home court for an entire year is, that kind of stinks, uh, you know, and then coming back senior year, being able to kind of beat your rival, that was a big win. They won by 12 points and kind of had that game in hand as soon as the second half uh, started. It was only a four-point game, but the third quarter they outscored them 18-3, to and it was it was game, set, match from there. So, uh, yeah, congrats to Travis City Central on snapping that streak and, you know, hoping that there's more wins to come at home for the Trojans. One more thing that we want to talk about from this past week, another happening that we, we mentioned is, you know, it wasn't very, it's not a very common occurrence, but we're, we're getting on the upswing here. Kingsley Wrestling went ahead and won um, an invite this weekend. Go ahead and tell us about that, James. Yeah, they won the, the, Kings, uh, the Grayling team tournament. Uh, they went 3-1. and one. Uh, They beat Roshkamen, Onaway, and Grayling. Um, they lost a match by one point to Ooh, Mancelona. One point. But Mancelona lost two matches after that, so they ended up winning the, the team title. And they, had, uh, they had a decent number of guys that placed, finished, uh, you know, went 4-0. Three and one, and uh, you know this is just winning a tournament is something that uh, you know I asked the coach who was in his first year, so he didn't, you know Corey Crew he didn't really know, um, but he used to be a coach at Forest Area and TC West before this, and uh, I asked Mitch Megenberg, I was like, when is the last time you guys won a wrestling tournament? He didn't know. He's been the AD there since I think 2014. Uh, yeah, it's been at least five or six years. You know, so and 
I mean, I've been here for two decades. I don't remember. It's been a long time since, yeah, like, since, since Kingsley was in, you know, a, a team. They've had some pretty decent wrestlers over the years, but they haven't had enough guys on the team to be competitive as a team in, yeah. in duels and in tournaments. To like fill this. out all the weight classes and have guys who are actually winning matches yeah, in these yeah, weight yeah. classes. Um, you know, and, uh, and Mitch Megenbrig was saying that the, the youth program that they've been putting a lot of effort into over the last few years is really paying off. They've got a really good freshman class that's like the one of the first classes coming through from that youth program. Okay. So, you know, th- that, that's really paying off, and, uh, you know, program is, things are looking rosy for them. That's, that's going to do it for the Pulse. I think we checked the heartbeat, and I think we're all still alive. I think the sports are alive and well in northern Michigan. The Pulse brought to you by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City. Order a tasty sandwich today with the Jimmy John's app. That's going to push us into our interview with the Manton Rangers basketball players, Jaden Wilder and Abby Brown. They join us in the Get Around Podcast studio on Monday to talk about their season. So let's go ahead and give a listen to that now. The Get Around Podcast is extremely excited to welcome into the studio Manton seniors Abby Brown and Jaden Wilder, two of the guards from the Rangers basketball team. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Of course, I mean, you guys are two of the senior leaders on the Manton Rangers. Before we get into this season, we are going to dive into our Freaky Fast Five just to get to know you two a little <laughs> bit. Um, just, to, just to get started off with, when you're at a buffet, what is the first food you go for and how many plates do you get? <laughs> Asian buffet first. Um, the noodles, the okay. chow mein, and probably about three or four plates. <laughs> okay. I always start off with typically one plate, but I don't know, I just get a typical... Just whatever looks good that day? Yeah, a main, my main dish, and then I'll go back for desserts. I'm a, I'm a pig, but I get put so much on that plate that I can usually only get seconds. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I always just fill up one plate. I, I have, like, weird food OCD where I don't like all my food to touch. So, like, oh. I will get, like, 16 small plates. <laughs> I'll, like, go and get, like, two things, and I'll eat, and then, like, I'll get two more things, and then I'll eat. So. Is that a cheat code because you work for MSU Dining? I used to be. I mean, I used to get all that stuff. I used to, oh, man. But I, personally, I just have weird OCD about my food touching and all being piled on top and such. So, you got one? And then for Asian Buffet, I always get, like, one, one plate of sushi. Oh, I don't like sushi. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know that I would sushi. ever get sushi at a buffet. It's oh, at Asian buffet is really good. Ugh. Yeah, I've been to the Asian buffet. I think I've tried it, but I just buffet I sushi is. Yeah, I stick they make to the it chicken. right there. <laughs> I stick to the chat. Yeah, there's like 15 different types of chicken. Yeah. I can eat 15 bad. different yeah. plates and try all of those. Oh, when they have the frog legs. Once in a while, oh. they've got frog legs there. No, so he's just no? Getting, he's getting <laughs> way into it. Well, what's the what's the best? And worst part of living in Manton? Best, everybody kind of knows everybody, so you always know, like, what's going on. And worst, probably that it is a small town and that word does get around really quick. <laughs> I would have to agree with that 100%. It's <laughs> both a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. Double-edged sword for you guys. Yep. What villain do you really, like, sympathize with and why? Or, like, if you were a villain, which villain would you be? Does Harley Quinn count it as a yeah. villain? Then yeah. her 100%. <laughs> I have no idea. You're a good girl. You're, you're, yeah, you're a hero. I guess. I don't know. It came like instantly to my head. I was like, I know this. I <laughs> honestly don't know. Do you have a superhero that you would emulate or want to become to fight Harley Quinn? <laughs> Not like, I don't know. Like, I don't like watch a ton of that stuff, so no. Okay. If you really read some of these, like some of these questions that we could give you, like they're easy. Like, what, like what's it like? They're dumb too, but like, I don't want to ask, what do you normally set your thermostat at? This is like what? See, that's hot. Oh, I'm like oh my god! Like Hold on, let's ask that question. What do you normally <laughs> yeah. set your thermostat at? My room's hot. 
I have to. Oh. I can't sleep in the cold. No, our house is cold. I can't. Yeah, no way. Eighty? <laughs> you said eighty? Yeah. Wow, it's a midsummer's night dream. Our house is that cold. <laughs> like what's the set at? Like, like what would your what like uh, like what would your mom or dad get mad if you turn the thermostat above? Because I, I know I, I don't ever touch the thermostat because <laughs> I'm not supposed to. But in trouble for it. I feel like between sixty and seventy, but I don't oh. know. It's got to be an upper sixties. Trust me. I think me. it's like a, I want to say like sixty-eight. That's about that's about like a normal temp. Yeah. Anything below sixty five is like inside of a house is a little chilly. All right. Speaking of chilly, what is your favorite winter time activity? Anything inside. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a big uh, outdoors person in the winter time. So just you guys are stuck in the gym playing basketball. I don't mind like tubing, like sledding tubing. Yeah. Kind of. That's not bad. But but it has to be like once in a while. It can't be like a continuous thing for me. It's like once twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. But anything over that then. Right. Not so much. We got one more question. You got it? Uh, what's the best restaurant in, uh, in Manton? Oh. 308. Yeah, that's about like the only one, so <laughs> that one wins. <laughs> <laughs> there's default. a couple others, though, right? Yeah. This is the Marianne. Kind of, but like, yeah, there's like three. <laughs> yeah. That's the only place in Manton. I mean, it's a subway right by your guys' There's like school. three restaurants to choose from, so yeah, 308. Yeah. I, do like, I do like that place, too. I have a hunting cabin in Manton, so I go there wings. like I every winter. Bone in or boneless? Boneless. Oh, bone in. Yes. Yeah, we got some different bone-in. <laughs> I'm on the boneless chicken, yes. too. I, I mean, I'll eat bone-in wings, but, like, I don't want to do all that work. I'll just eat some chicken with some sauce on it. Like, just fun. simply just dip it in one bite. Yeah. And, uh, Anyways, let's talk about basketball. We actually have <laughs> we actually have a couple of very good athletes, a couple of very stellar basketball players in the studio with us. As I mentioned, both of these players, they are the backcourt for the Manton Rangers with uh, Jaden taking up the point and Abby taking up the shooting guard. I mean, you two as a one-two punch have played together for a couple of years now and have been able to kind of work your way through this <laughs> process. How has it felt getting to the senior year, and do you guys feel like you're on a different level than you were a year ago? Uh, I feel like we're ready this year. I feel like um, the past four years we've been kind of up and down with some players figuring out their roles and their spots, but I feel like this year we all kind of know what we're supposed to do, and we're, we all want it like the same. We all want it so bad. And just to finally make a run for it. I'd have to agree with that 100%. Like, growing the last couple years, you've seen it. Freshman year, we were iffy. Sophomore year, we started to get things. Last year, we went through spurts where, like, you could tell we were growing and then we'd fall back a little bit. And this year, we are honestly just moving forward so much and we're so strong. And people have figured out their roles that needed to be done. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, it kind of feels like full speed ahead at this point. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Now, I, I mean, we got to go back. Just you guys are eight zero, obviously onto a hot start of the season. But there's one game in particular I want to bring up because just last week you guys defeated Glen Lake. You guys are both we both were ranked um, after that first week of rankings, but um, you have since knocked them out of the rankings. You guys have just moved higher and higher. Um, let's talk a little bit about that game, especially after some of the tough battles that you guys have been in the last couple of years. What is it like getting down to those last few minutes? I know it's a close game once again, but senior year. But I mean. Yeah, so you guys are away at Glen Lake playing a very good team that you've seen before, both you know regular season, postseason. You guys know what they're capable of. How did you handle that monster? That's actually one thing I think that we've grown most on is towards the end of the game, I don't think anybody was honestly freaking out as if we would have a couple years ago. And we just we handled it the way we need, it needed to be handled. We didn't. Nobody freaked out. Nobody didn't want the ball in their hands and it wasn't one of those situations where you didn't like you didn't know what to do I feel like we were all prepared for that situation yeah we really held our ground yeah I feel like that's one thing that we've grown a ton on is the senior mindset of mm-hmm. the last couple seconds of a close game 
being able to kind of ride that roller coaster and know, you know, mm-hmm. when, yeah. when, when you're there. And not let it take you over. Because a lot of, I mean, in the past, we would. As a team, we'd, mm-hmm. we'd crumble in those situations. And I feel like we've worked so much on that and been in situations that we needed to grow out of it. And we showed that we have. Yeah. How much of that is a byproduct of having a starting lineup that's entirely seniors? That, that helps, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and that we've been together for so long. Yeah. I mean, the chemistry mm-hmm. and finally actually being like, this is the final year we have to go out with a bang. Was, was beating Glen Lake in districts last year, was that a big stepping stone in this? Yes. Yeah. I think it kind of almost gave us that confidence. Like, yeah. we always knew we could do it, but that confidence is what I feel like we needed. So just a little bit of experience pays dividends, yeah. especially mm-hmm. when especially when you're on the good side of that. I mean, you guys said there has been some ups and downs, but you want to go out with a bang. What have you guys discussed, the senior Latin team, this Manton Rangers, what have you guys discussed as goals and, and how you're going to reach those? I personally, like this is our final year. We've come so close to getting a, a district title every single year, but we just can't get it. And I feel like, like finally senior year comes and this is going to be our year. Everybody wants it the same, so I feel like we all kind of are pushing each other, making each other better, and it's working. I mean, we're getting yeah, a lot that's better. That's one thing we talked about at the very first practice. We sat down and we discussed what we all wanted, and I think that it being most of our last year that we all want it, and that's the most important thing. Well, and then coming up next week, you guys have another big test in uh, in Lake City, who also hasn't uh, lost Friday. Yet. This Friday. This well, Friday, okay. yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, and that's probably <coughs> going to be for the league or to at least to be in the f- first place mm-hmm, in the league. Yeah. What are you guys looking forward to in that matchup? I love playing League City. <laughs> it's I love how they push us and we push them. Yeah, it just brings out honestly, yes. it brings out the best in both teams, and yes. it shows us so much about each other. Really, and it just it's a great game to see your weaknesses and your strengths all in one. And I, I know that they have a couple taller girls this year, mm-hmm. um, probably outsize you guys just by a little mm-hmm. bit, but I want to talk about your guys' play style a little bit. I mean, I've seen both you guys play. We'll start, I guess, at the point. Uh, you, you're always driving to the basket. It seems like you always got a lot of energy, and you're always trying to get that inside-out mm-hmm. game for your team. Um, how much have you found success with that, and why is that kind of your go-to move? I think it's my go-to because it's where I found the most success with it. And me getting into the paint allows to leave open people like Abby, whereas sometimes teams won't leave her, so leave the lane open for me, and when they do leave her, she's wide mm-hmm. open, and typically she knocks on that shot, and just, or Abby Shepler leaves her open, so it just allows for a lot of openings that I think are necessary. It's really moving. I mean, you, you on the outside, we talked about you on the podcast just a week ago, actually, Two weeks ago, I think we put you in the Get Around Hall of Fame. When you went, right after you knocked that uh, thousand point mark down, I mean that's that's nothing to scoff at. That's a lot of points over <laughs> a four year career. But you are a shooter. What what is that mindset for you when you get the ball in your hands? Is it a is it a, is it a grab and pop? Do you like to take a dribble? How is your how is your mind play out when you get that ball in your hands? Um, just kind of whatever happens. If they just wide open, I'll shoot it. But if not, I just kind of go with it. If I'm shooting instantly right away or if I'm off the dribble for a jump shot, just kind of is like a last-second ordeal. I don't really think about it when I'm, like, getting the ball. Or just reactionary. Yeah, reaction. How many other schools have you seen that do the, the big entry that you guys do at the beginning of the game where the, the lights in the gym go dark and then they have the spotlight when they announce the starting lineups and you run out you do the the handshakes is it always the same player out there that does the handshakes yeah yes so, okay girl, taylor perkins so it's always taylor because she's the, the sixth senior right yeah yeah so she's the only senior that's not in the starting lineup so so, so they come down they come down the, they run on the tunnel and then they they greet her and they do these intricate handshakes yeah how much time cool. how much time do you guys spend with her 
each making sure that you have your handshake perfected. I think it was like the same as last year. Yeah. Oh, okay, we you guys so kept it steady. Yeah. Do you do the same handshakes? I or you change it up, them up every single no. year, but oh, I kept the same a lot of people last do the same year. Yeah. Well, I feel like this year we kind of had to fly into it. Like, yeah, we were not. I mean, we only had what like four practices yeah. for the first game, <laughs> so that was not something that was not top a high priority. priority. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll figure that out on a yeah. bus ride yeah. or something sometime when we got to drive it over. I think we spent like. What five minutes right before we did pregame for practice? We're like, yeah. come on, we gotta get handshakes down. We gotta game tomorrow. <laughs> okay, yeah. we gotta figure this out. That's uh, that's always fun because that that's, that gives you more of a college feel. That gives you more yeah. of a, yeah. a pregame hype. I mean, what does that do for you guys? That I guess you kind of feel that extra. Yeah. That it just gets it, it honestly gets it. you ready for the game. Like, Get, yeah, that's what you need. And you think it's probably better than just standing there doing the national yep. anthem yeah. and just like, yep. oh well, we're all here. I could, I would agree, personally. I remember, I remember when the Pistons back in '04, like when I was a kid. I swear, I thought they were going to light the palace on fire. <laughs> they, they used to just blow so much fire into the air. It was just like, oh, my God, you start sweating in the stands. <laughs> uh, but that always gets everybody so high. Uh -huh. You say you've been up and down over the last couple of years, but you still have been one of the top basketball teams uh, in our local coverage area for the last several years. I'm especially making that one more rung, like you said, toward that towards that district uh, this year. How much do you guys look at... Uh, what you guys have been able to do in the in the past, especially in the postseason, and um, put that into your everyday game. Like the good stuff, or yeah, like well, I mean, even even if it's it. even if it's learning from it. I mean, because I know that 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 district final is tough. Yeah, we definitely take a lot and learn from it. I don't know if we do a good enough job at focusing on what we've done good in the past. Yeah, but we definitely take the harp, learning experiences yeah. from it. We harp a lot more on ourselves from the bad things than we do on the good things. That is one thing as a team I feel like we're all very hard on ourselves with yeah. everything that we don't ever take a second and realize how much we have accomplished over the years. There's always something to get better at. Yeah. We're always trying to push that one extra. Well this didn't happen last year so we got to get it this year. Mm -hmm. What was what was it you drew from the Elk Rapids game last year? I mean you had the, the big game where you, you, you knocked off Glen Lake yep. for the first time in a while in the opening round of districts <laughs> and then you had the district final I think against uh, Elk Rapids yep. and uh, the wheels just kind of came off a little bit. I think we went into underestimating them a little bit so and our heads were still kind of big from the night before and we just went to that not prepared I don't think at all mentally. I think we, we walked in Glen against Glen Lake basically treating it like it was a district final yeah. game so when we got to Elk Rapids it was kind of like well we I don't know it was just definitely a mental game for us yeah. and we just didn't show up. Are you guys in the same district this year? Nope. No. No. We have Lake City. Lake City, McBain. Kind of like our conference. Holton Lake and Everett, I think. Oh, so people that you okay. will see throughout the yeah. year, and you'll yeah. kind of have that, even if it is back-to-back -back nights, you'll kind of have that basis of, yeah. you know, we know what we're, what's expected. We know exactly what to expect here in this game. That's got to help. I mean, do you think that's a positive that you guys do look at what you've done wrong so much? Do you think that it's a, a way to really improve you and that just being like, this is what we have to fix rather than what we have to get better? What do you think is the, the philosophy behind that? I think we definitely do a good job at taking those experiences and discussing them and changing them. And that's why I think we have grown in like the situations where it's last second game and we've lost in the past, whereas against like Glen Lake, we were ready for that. So I think that's a good thing. But I do think we could do a better job at focusing on what we do good as well so we continue to do those things. I was at the Kingsley game when you guys, this season, when you guys beat Kingsley. And, and uh, at halftime you were like, we're ahead of 20 points of <laughs> this Kingsley team that everybody's, that usually is really, really good. What were you, what were you thinking there? Honestly, it was like we were on a different level. Uh -huh. Like we just, we walked into that game and you could tell before the game that we wanted it. And I feel like if we keep that same mentality, that's what we always say like throughout, like we have to have that same mentality throughout the rest of the season that we played in that game because we all wanted it so bad that 
there was little to nothing that would like stop that from happening for us like mm -hmm. as a team we wanted it so bad and I knew that we were going mm -hmm. like we were going to be able to do it and so when we, when we did start off the first half so strong like going into halftime we were obviously really pumped and Kingsley mm -hmm. have beating us the past three years pretty badly <laughs> we just it was finally our turn to say nope they're not doing that again we need to go out there and play the best we can to Mm -hmm. Stop. And that's still, there's a lot of the same girls on that team um, who are seniors now who you guys have yeah. played over the last yeah. four years. So I'm sure there was definitely a little extra yeah. Um, yeah. oomph there. With with the having the the entire starting lineup be the seniors, you guys have played together, it, it, how nice is it that um, it just doesn't have to be the two of you every night? I mean, like in the Kingsley game, you guys, both you guys had, had solid games mm -hmm. like you normally do. But like I think it was like Molly Lane in that game who really stepped up and Kingsley had no answer for her inside other games it's been Brianna or Abby Shepler um, how, how nice is it to have that other players on the in the starting lineup who can from night to night can just be that difference maker it's definitely like I don't know I think it's we both find it pretty cool to see like over the years these people like they've grown like yeah I don't know to see them gain confidence and be able to do stuff the stuff that they're doing and it honestly it makes us a way better team because team does Teams don't just have to worry about shutting us down. They have to worry about yeah. everybody else on that court. Or if they mm. do shut us down, I feel like the other seniors do a really good job of stepping up. Yes, and they finally and have saying, that confidence hey, to do so. What about me? You're not going to try to stop me. <laughs> if, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Brianna just have a career game? Like, yes. Like, like two so days ago, she scored like that 23 was, or 24 yes, points and had like 14 rebounds or something. She shot out yeah. of the gym. I've never well, seen the her rebounding alone, so like that was the life. hardest I've ever seen her play. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. She was on a different level. I remember that talking to your coach amazing. and then you, I was just like, I haven't seen her name in a minute. He was like, that might be the best game I've ever yeah. seen yes. her play. So yeah, no, but I mean, that's 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 got to be awesome because I mean, both you guys only had about what, 10 points in that game so yeah. really you weren't really pulling the team and she came along she, and came and like, she honestly did she pulled us that game and it was it was a yeah. awesome like i mean now let's let's just mm -hmm. talk a little bit about the future um we, we know you're undefeated now it's still still up there in the cameras but we got lake city this week so we're going to find out a lot about you guys here over the next couple of weeks what do you hope to get out of the last few weeks of the regular season we have about four four and a half weeks left i think it's like march 1st you guys will start districts um what do you guys hope to like keep grabbing out of the season before you get to March 1st? I think the confidence from every player. Like, Brianna was able to take over Glenn Lake's game. I think if we can get at least a starting five all on the same page, that our teams will not be able to stop us because you don't have to worry about shutting down one or two players. It's mm -hmm. a whole team, and that's what we need. Or even our players coming off the bench, for them to get the confidence to say, hey, coach, put me in. I got this right now. Like, it'd really help to give our five a break for a little bit it doesn't even have to be scoring either it can just no. be like defense defense yeah, just getting boards yeah, yeah doing the little stuff yeah i mean because that, that kingsley game i mean molly like mm -hmm. they, they didn't have any answer oh, no, she had like 17 rebounds she was just pushing yeah. she was just pushing people around and grabbing yeah. rebounds and and stuff like that she seems like a real matchup problem i think for a lot of teams mm -hmm. yeah Ladies, thank you so much for joining us here at the Get Around for episode 108. It was really a pleasure, and it was so much fun chatting with both of you. Good luck in your game tonight, and good luck against Lake City Thanks, this weekend. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Another big thank you to Jane Wilder and Abby Brown for joining us here at the Get Around. That interview brought to you by Jimmy John's with two locations in Traverse City. Jimmy John's spends six hours slicing and baking every day to make you a 30-second sandwich. Freaky fresh, freaky fast. Jimmy John's freak yeah. 
That's going to push us into quiz time. We are going to mess with our new guy, Andrew, and see if he can pronounce any of these names from our local teams. Some of them we don't actually cover, but they're at least Northern Michigan names that you're going to see and have to know how to say at some point. So we will uh, we'll dive in. Andrew has flipped the script and grabbed a few of the oddest names from his past life. The ones I could just think of off the top. Not the oddest, but... It's stuff that he, he probably thinks we can't say. But my phonetics are going to work this one out. You have to figure stuff we out when you're dealing with a lot of Indian of the names. the ones that he gives us so that people could see <laughs> the reason why we butchered right. them. All right. <laughs> so what we'll do is we're, gonna, we're, we're just going to go around in a circle. We're going to give Andrew a post-it note. With the name written on it, and he's going to try and pronounce it. If he gets them all right, it's because we've told him about them already. <laughs> but I don't think he's going to get I them all right. I will be honest, and I'll tell you what I first thought it was when I okay. first started. Okay, there we go. We can do with that. There's only a couple of those on here, though. But then, Andrew, we're going to go around. He's got a couple names for us, so we're just going to go around in a circle, and we're just going to make some fools of ourselves. So we'll start off here Oops, with... A new one. <laughs> oh, Anson. Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Yes. I, you, that's one Because that I knew it couldn't be Allenson. Okay. I have heard people say that, though. A lot of people say Allenson. But I've heard also people say, like, Alonson. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you, were, you were literally, like, if you just got to, like, put a little bit longer on the A. Alanson. <laughs> Alanson. That's about right. Yeah. That's the Michigander I, way to say I it. I think. I'm still not sure. Though. I know. We, I know. Don't, it's we, don't, cover, we don't cover them. But no, but that's, yeah. that's pretty much right. All right, James, we'll give you the one off the top from him. Pratt? Yep. Just Pratt? It's just Pratt. Okay. P-R-T-T- P-R-A-T-T. But I more just put that down there because their high school mascot's the Fighting Frogs. The Fighting <laughs> Frogs. So nice. I wanted to find a way to make that in there. All right. This, this, I, I, I think I have a feeling I've actually heard this before, but it also looks like it's very phonetically easy to say in Waukegan. Waukegan is right. All right. I just, I've, so I've showed that on a map to people, and they're, and they're like, how did you just get that, like, right off of there? I mean, it's literally just three three-letter groups of noises. Waukegan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Largest uh, largest city in Lake County, Illinois. Okay. My mom works there uh, at, a, at a middle school. Let's see if Andrew gets this. All right, I'm not going to lie. The first time I saw the city, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Mechanic City. Mechanic? Oh, man! <laughs> like, you know, the ones you got to work on your car. Yes. Oh, no. That's a first. <laughs> He's talking, just so you guys know. Say it now. Just. It's Mackinac City. There you go. But I thought, that. I don't know how, like, where I saw it, but, like, when I saw the Mechanic Bridge, <laughs> I thought the whole city was Mechanic City. <laughs> it's all of the Mackinac. Oh, my God. Mechanic. Oh, that's a first. Yeah. I have never that's heard awesome. that. I told my mom, Mechanic Bridge, and then she goes, are you kidding me? It's Mackinac. <laughs> well, you have some connection. Your family has some connections to Traverse City, Yes, correct? I do. Um, Gordy Frazier, my mom's best friend, grew up here. Okay. Her last name's Gordy. All right. Interesting. This one, like I said, I don't think it's the uh, frozen. I don't think it's quite that, but Olaf. It's Aletha. It is Aletha. <laughs> Aletha. O l a t h e. You can't. You won't believe how many people, myself included, called it Olaf, Kansas. Yeah, I could. I could see that. And that's actually one of the largest suburbs of Kansas City, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely one I'll get wrong. All right. There's some pretty good soccer teams from Aletha. There's a good one. We're gonna start giving him two because. Oh yeah. I, I have not seen this one before. <laughs> I'm going to buy it so bad. Former member of the Big North is Conference. A, is that a W at the end, by yes, the way? Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, Sorry, this is my handwriting. And is that a Q? No, there's no, no. Qs in that. Oh, okay. That would be a G. <laughs> Oakmaw Heights? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's about the... the, the, the 
if, if you say or, it, if you, or if you're Peter Joe, it's Ojima. Ojima. Peter See, Joe Garth. There's no way that would have been pronounced as a J, though. <clears throat> no. No, God, no. But it, it definitely is. I say Ogima. Gima. All right. Here's one. Um, we got one on the back of that one. Yeah, too. I wrote one on the back of that one. We were talking about this one. I, I wouldn't have thought it's spelled, it's pronounced one comma, but it's Anakama. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that just by looking at it. I thought it was like Onin, Onin, comma. Like Onin, 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 comma. I just, it was bad when I first got here. Um, flip it, flip it over though. Oh. Ever? It's just Everett. Oh. Yeah. Because right? yeah. yeah, a lot of people, people say Evart. Some people say Evart, yeah. But it's but not Evart. No, there's no, no way. It, there's, it had to have been something different because V-A-R, some people, it, it gets it's drawn out to Ver. Yeah. Isn't that like French or something? All right. we're in northern Michigan, I thought like we were kind of close to All right, me and James Olpe. are both going to try this one. I mean, it has I'll, to be Olpe, right? I'll just say Olpe. Olpe. It's Olpe. Olpe! <laughs> All right. I thought I it was going to be. I thought it was, at first when I saw this, I thought it was going to be like Bryce Opie. I want to give a shout out to my friend Dylan Sherwood. He worked. He worked at the Emporia <clears throat> Gazette, and um, he first said Opie to me at a wrestling tournament. He's like, "Oh, I was at Opie today." I'm like, "Dude, I thought it was Ope for the longest time. Every single time you would mention it, but I would have never known." Alrighty. So I would have said it. We got a four for. Ooh. We're all out of names from Andrew, so we're just going to roll them on four. Top one I thought it was Charlie Voix the first time I saw it. Which is Charlie Voix. Charlie so, Voix. Uh, okay. I, that's what I, one of the things I said to you on that first it was. I Saturday. Know. I Garmin still pronounces it Charlie Voix. Because there, like, there, there has to be a way that X is going to be in there, and it's silent. Yeah, but just like the VAR, the OIX, like, it's, like a, it's like LaCroix. That's what I always think, like that, that dumb seltzer drink, LaCroix. <laughs> Charlevoix, LaCroix. They're, they're spelled no. in the same fashion. Go Tigers. Don't Go Tigers. Up, don't bring up LaCroix. <laughs> Go Tigers! <laughs> uh, Misik? Okay. I, I don't think I would have gotten that wrong. Mesic? No, I couldn't see Mesic. myself. I can see myself saying that. I will always spell the next one wrong because the first time I got a call in that they were going to Ross Common High School. You put two S's? No, I put Ross dash common high school. Oh. <laughs> and they ended it to James. <laughs> Thinking like it was, you know, there's Ross, like the cities of Ross yeah. and Common. Oh, like right? Johannesburg, Lewiston. Yes. Like, yeah. No, it's Ross Common. It's just Ross Common, and it only has one S. Yes. Mm-hmm. One S, two well, N's. Yeah. Well, and, you, and the first time you wrote down Bel Air, too, you wrote it down like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Or the, like the Chevy Bel Air. Yeah. BBL dash. It's two words, yeah. All right. Uh, there's one more on the back. You Ooh. probably have seen it, but I have to make sure you know how to say that because we actually cover that school. Manistee. There you go. Fantastic. Just had to make sure. That's <laughs> That was about as fun as I thought it would be. Uh, I didn't think I was going to get any wrong, but I guess Olaf is definitely not how you say... What was it again? Olathe. Olathe. I would have said, said Olaf, too. Yeah. Our whole show is sponsored by Jimmy John's. With two locations in Traverse City. At Jimmy John's, they are freaks about fresh bread, meats, and veggies because that means better sandwiches for all. Freaky fresh, freaky fast. Jimmy John's. Freaky yeah. All right, now that we're done messing with Andrew, we are going to dive into the Hall of Fame where we induct one more member into the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. We have three new nominees this week. Very, very deserving. Players of the week. I'll go with mine first. I always like to nominate kind of Get it in your guys' heads before you start to, uh, you know, make your decisions. I'm going to go with East Jordan's Jackson Raymond. He actually hit two buzzer beaters in the same game to beat Harbor Springs. One to send it to, a three-pointer to send it to overtime, 
and then another one as uh, overtime expired to win the game. I believe the final score was uh, 69 to 67. It was a two pointer at the end of the game, a 12 foot jump shot. But regardless, talk about, you know, coming up in clutch moments. Two buzzer beaters, not only to tie the game to get it, but then put your team up at the end. Jackson Raymond's my pick. What about you, Andrew? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Henry Golkul. In that game against CC St. Francis, I don't think he missed a shot in the third quarter. Um, it was a pretty tight game with St. Francis was like they, they were almost neck and neck. There was a they got four free throws thanks to Shuba. He accidentally like subbed in the wrong player or like a player wasn't on the, on the roster. Wasn't on the roster. Yeah. 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 One of the one of the players wasn't on the roster. And that actually put they submitted Fr- in, and then they put him in the game. It was a technical foul. Yeah, and that that actually kind of put St. Francis in the game in there early. But if it weren't for Goldcool, he I think he scored twelve points, fourteen in the second half. Yeah, finish with 16. Okay. That's, that's what I'm going with. I'm going to throw out there uh, Judd Lawson from the uh, Bay Reps. Put up two shutouts at the uh, Rick Denowith Memorial North-South Showcase. And uh, he had 33 saves against Macomb, Dakota, 18 against Davison. Uh, both of those teams ranked in the top 20. Dakota, I think it was number 6. Davison's 19. So a, a pair of quality wins, a pair of clean sheets. There ain't nothing to scoff at. Yep. All right. You guys vote first. I'll vote last. I want to break the tie this time. Hmm. I mean, I'll go with the double buzzer beaters. Yeah. yeah. Raymond. Yeah. Hey, I guess I don't I, I have took that to call, and then I heard it over the phone. And, he, you know, he was playing with four fouls when he took both those shots. I think that's the most impressive part to me is that not only you come up in a clutch moment, but you also played a clean game when, and you recognize that, hey, I've, I've got to get my team a win. And I can't go out of the game. Yeah, and making jump shots, you know, he wasn't yeah, probably playing smart, not driving to the basket, mm-hmm. hopefully not getting the, one of those off-wall off calls that'll take you out of the game. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to vote for my candidate, Jackson Raymond. Yeah, when we heard that last Friday, um, I think we all had a, a bit of, uh, you know, a double take of, wow, twice in a game, let alone, I mean, most people don't hit a shot like that their entire career, um, let alone twice in a game against the Harbor Springs team, who was up on them most of the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, and also just a shout-out to Cooper Stevenson dropping 31 in that game. Obviously, they wouldn't have been in the, the position for Jackson Raymond to make those shots had it not been for Cooper Stevenson. But congratulations to East Jordan's Jackson Raymond. You are the latest inductee into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. You know what that means. We only got one more segment left. Our favorite segment, just to chat and uh, kind of BS with you guys. We are into the trifecta. Uh, we had a big weekend of football, and we were gonna. T- I, I wanted to talk about some big comebacks, but we've done that on this podcast before. Um, one that I do not think that we've done, and I think is actually really interesting, is what superstitions did you guys have, um, either when you were playing sports or even now? Uh, you know, say it's Sunday morning before the Lions, like. You always do this or that. You only have chili on Sundays. I don't know, fellas. What are our weirdest sports superstitions, either while you're playing or, or as a fan? As a fan, I'm going to have to go with my old coat. Not the one I wear to work now. That's my Northern Michigan coat. I got it. <laughs> you need to upgrade. <laughs> I did. I needed to upgrade. <laughs> um, well, I had like this like North Face-esque coat, and I'd wear it to the KU games, and you know, they'd have the trend of tearing up the newspaper, throwing it up, up in the air, and you, your hair gets all full of it. Well, my coat was on the floor of Allen Fieldhouse, and there was some newspaper that would get stuck in the inside pockets of it. I never took out the newspaper from the KU West Virginia game where they were down 14 with 2.43 to go, and it is still with me today as I live and work in northern Michigan. So if, if you ever see me wearing uh, an Eddie Bauer coat, uh, ask, ask for the newspaper. <laughs> I'll show you up that game. That's just by coincidence, too. 
No, it isn't. I, I, did you shove the paper in, or did you say and set the paper well, stub in your pocket, and then like you found it after the game? I. It was more like a couple of weeks later. I, I look in the pocket, and I'm like. That's the newspaper from the KU West Virginia. Yeah, so yeah. that was by purely by coincidence that you ended yeah. up having it. But you're like, this is no, I, no, I can't to. lose it now. <laughs> that paper's not getting. We're not gonna make another paper. <laughs> like, <that. laughs> I was like, you need to laminate that, put it up on the wall. No, it's not laminated. It's like still like crumpled up and like tearing apart too. It hasn't like gotten wet or anything. It probably has, but it's still there. But it's still there. That's all that matters. You haven't accidentally put it through the wash. That would be bad. No, oh, it would disappear. <laughs> well, I guess we know that Andrew hasn't washed his favorite coat in five years. <laughs> That's why I needed a new one. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, kind of stoked. James, you got anything fun? Well, when I was when I wrestled in high school, um, I had one time where I was at a tournament and I, uh, I had a cold. I had like it wasn't the flu or anything like that, but I had a cold, so I was like really tired and everything. So I was trying to find a way to get my energy back. So before my matches, I would just I, I brought a bottle of honey. Like just like one of those little like the little bear mm-hmm. things of honey, and I would just chug some honey right before the match to get some Extra fast energy. Yeah, because yeah. honey goes like right into your bloodstream. Yeah, I ended up not doing bad considering that I was you know wa- like a walking dead that day and everything like that. So it was just turned into a thing I did like like the rest of my career in high school. I would just bring a bottle of honey with me to wrestling matches, and I would just chug some honey right before my match, and then I'd be like all amped up and running out there like Beavis. <laughs> I feel like I, my superstitions. See, like I mean, I feel like my superstitions have just been founded off of pure happenstance. Like, like you said, kind of like mm-hmm. one off happen, and then it's like never changing again. Like, I'm still really nervous. Like, I, I mean, this isn't even this. This isn't that crazy. This is one. And I'll tell you one about what I used to do when I was in school. But now, like with my Spartans, like basketball, football, I have a pair of game day socks that like I religiously wear whenever there's a game. I, I mean, I ran into the issue since I moved up here and since I didn't have a washer and dryer that I can't wear them on every game because, like, I don't do my laundry. Well, you, well, you can. Ah, I've done you it. just be a little me. disgusting. But listen, like, this, I'm, I'm in this really bad dilemma because they have since got a hole in the, in the heel. Ooh. And, like, it's it's terribly uncomfortable to wear these socks. But you're just around the house anyway, right? Most of the time. But no, like, no, I wear them, no, like, I'll wear them on, like, Tuesday night to work. So what do game mm. day socks look like? They're, they're Michigan State socks. They have Spartans on them. Oh. There's two big Spartan heads on either side of the leg. Uh, they're ankle hard, like mid-calf or ha- whatever, half-calf socks or whatever. Um, I, think, I think sometimes people just have that one sock. You know, like sometimes if it's an MSU game, it's the yeah. only thing you're doing for the day. Yeah. And if you're going on a road trip, I know you said you went to the college football yeah. playoff in the Final Four. You want to pack your favorite socks for oh, that yeah. road trip, too. That was your pair of socks. Yeah. No, I've always, that, that, I've always done that. And I mean, like I said, even I don't like the ones I'm wearing right now. It's just a normal Nike. Yeah, but that, but I don't think they're Nike. They were just like some, but they literally just green and white with a whole bunch of like. I'll wear them for you guys. I'll show you when I have them. But I feel like I've always been like a weird like this particular piece of apparel does something for me. Like this is really weird. But I remember when I was like playing football in high school, I had a pair of Captain Morgan boxers. Like they were just they had Captain Morgan on them, and they said like the catchphrase or whatever. And I uh, got some cat in me or whatever. But I would wear these for every football game. And we won them for, like, two years. It was I wouldn't win every football game, but, like, I always wore them because it was just what I had to do. Did you check the pose? I, yeah, regularly, of course. But I lost them at an after taking a shower after a game at, like, an away gym. Oh, man. Somebody Talk. stole your underwear? I think I think I just, like, left them in the locker room or something. I, just me being negligent. But uh, <laughs> I, I just remember, like, being <laughs> Running devastated. Running around commando in the locker room. I remember, yeah, I remember being devastated. It was the same thing, like, 
for baseball, I had I had this one sleeveless Under Armour shirt that I wore for maybe like eight or nine years. Like it got so bad that there was literally like a hole dead in the center of the back just from it being like work, but I still wore this thing every, I would wear another one over top of it, but I would just wear it underneath. So I've always been really weird about like apparel superstitions or like what I was wearing when something really big happened that's coming back on. I'm, but I'm also reversed. Like, Middle, like when Michigan State got beat by Middle Tennessee State in the NCAA tournament, bro, I have not worn those clothes since that day. I don't even know if I have. I can, them I, I can, I can get on board on that. But it's like, I, it's but like, if I did that with the Lions, I would have to like get a new wardrobe every year. And like literally, and I don't know why, but it's like when we lose. Did Tom Izzo say to you? F- uh, it was. It's all my fault. That's what I mean. Like yeah. I don't know why I feel like. Oh, I, it's something that I did today you, wrong. You, you let the Spartans down. I did. Because Pat Mahomes yeah. came out in media and said to. So there's a fan that went viral because he left after the first quarter and he says, "I'm bring, I'm bringing bad mojo to the Chiefs game. I've got to go home and make my make them do something." And they came. Obviously, they come back and win. Someone asked this to him in the press conference, and he says, don't show up next game. Yeah. I want to know if Tom Mizzo had a one-to-one with you say, hey, Jake, don't, don't wear those clothes. Yeah, again. please, never again. I, I wish, because then I would have actually had, like, a founded, not mentally insane reason to, like, just throw clothes away. <laughs> <laughs> so I would actually have somebody be like, hey, man, maybe you should wear those clothes again. But I just, I just think that's funny. I don't know why. But I've, I've even had, like, my buddies call me and be like, yo, do you, like, after a loss, like, you got your socks on today? And I'm like... No, I didn't wear them, and they're just they get all mad at me. They're just like, "You piece of you set up." I'm just like, "I'm so sorry." I didn't wear my game day socks yesterday. I damn wish I did. So I got to figure out what I was wearing for the Kansas uh, Baylor game now, and not wear that for the rest of my life. Yeah, see, he's, he's sitting here thinking he's like, "Never again do I want that to happen." Make sure that you like, retweet, share this podcast so we can get you fed like our loyal Audible viewer this week, who turns out to be Maddie BB from Traverse City Central. Uh, we're going to hit you up on Instagram, get a, get a hold of you. Yeah, she liked our post on Instagram. Make sure you follow us at TCRE Sports on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Jake Catnett. We have a follow, TikTok in the works. Fo- yeah, follow James at JamesCook14. And follow Andrew by Andrew R. Uh, the R is capitalized at the end of that. Thank you so much for listening to episode 108. And we will see you again next week for some more chat about Northern Michigan.